0: Hello and happy Friday. Happy Friday. All Um, right. We got a little bit of a disclaimer for you. Yes. You guys, today's podcast might be a little explicit. It's very explicit. It is. So I'm going to say, if you're like my mama, she did not like the F word, but it's intentional today. We're proving some points here. And sure. Could we make our point without it? We probably could. But you know what? We
1: just, we need to use it today. And so I hope no one is upset. Um, If you need to skip this one,
0: we understand, but... Friday fire. Here we go. With the F word. Here we go. All right. What is this about? It's about not fucking up. Like you cannot fuck this up.
1: And you have like removing failure from the table. Mm -hmm. Like I I, I was talking to a client earlier today and I go, we're trying to include more fun foods and more just like expand her horizon with foods. And I go, I challenge you next week to try one new dish that you've never tried before. And she said, she goes, okay, I'll do my best. And I go, no, no, no. You will do it. Because when you say that you will do your best, what you are doing is you're giving yourself an out. Mm. You're emotionally giving yourself an out and saying, as long as I try my best, it's okay if I don't do it. And here's the thing. I get it, guys. If you try your best and it doesn't work, like fine. But when you pre- kind of like emptively say that you are giving yourself the emotional out and our wording matters because our wording is our thoughts our thoughts are our actions so we need to be careful how we word things and we need to understand you literally cannot mess this
0: up yep the only way you will mess it up is if you give up and if you quit you throw in the towel so let's let's get colorful with this right like Imagine you go out to dinner for Mexican dinner one night and like you just eat the entire basket of chips. You get another one and you know, a guac the size that's like able to feed 10 people. Love those. I love it. I love how many times I've done this. I can't even count. (laughs) But you, you basically eaten enough for like three or four people, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get super worried about, you know, the fact that you may have fucked up your progress and that you have just totally derailed yourself. And so now you have these feelings of guilt and you have feelings of shame. And then you start to think, you know, well, what's the point? Like, Mm -hmm. I might as well just continue to... You know, indulge for the weekend or however many days and start it on Monday, right? Maybe you've gotten injured and like mm-hmm. you're traveling, right? And you had to skip a workout or two where you just really weren't feeling great. And so yeah. you missed an entire week. And now you feel bad or guilty thinking that because you didn't go to the gym when you were sick, you fucked up your progress. Yeah.
1: And like, you guys, we need to tell you something. Like we said in the beginning, you cannot mess this up. You cannot fuck this up. And we're going to say it again you can't fuck this up. We don't care. If you blew past your calories by 3,000 calories today, you didn't mess it up. We don't care if you missed one workout, two workouts, or a whole month. Maybe you haven't worked out in a decade. You cannot fuck this up. We do not care if you ate an entire box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, six chocolate you know, Pixies, four pints of ice cream, and an entire case of beer. Like, we do not care. You cannot fuck this up. You did not mess it up. Because here's the magic. The only way you mess this up Is if you give up altogether.
0: Yep. If you quit, if you throw in the towel and you throw your hands up and you're, you know, defeated essentially at that point. And so, you know, most people use that, like, I fucked up as an excuse to keep fucking up, as I mentioned before, like to stay off track, to put off more effort. And I'm gonna push the bullshit button on on you today because this is not a valid excuse. We talk about this all the time. Like how many times do I have to like call myself out? Beck and I talk to each other about, you know, the things that we struggle with, you know? Mm-hmm. And like how many times do I have to like push the bullshit button and be like, "Nope, that's not my reality. What I need to do is I need to just continue to get right back on track and you're good." One meal, one snack, one small deviation is not going to completely derail your progress unless you let it become the reason that you throw in the towel and you keep staying off track. Okay. And the fitness thing, right? Like many people out there is like working to work out, and some people feel like it's a chore. It's supposed to be fun. Okay. It's supposed to make you happy. It's supposed to make you smile, to feel confident, to feel proud. I was talking with somebody this morning and I was like, Lifting weights and accomplishing a tough workout, it makes me feel like a badass, mm-hmm. right? But I do it for myself. I do it for the way that it makes me feel empowered and confident. And one of my clients used to say, like, it makes me feel alive. And that's so true. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing that a lot of people get stuck in is that it's a competition. Maybe it's a competition with your past self when you were at your you know peak time in your life, when you were your strongest, you were doing competitions, stuff like that. It's not a competition anymore. It's you against you every day. Like there's no day or hour at which you need to arrive when you achieve your goals. And that's a lot of things that like people get stuck in. It's like, well, I signed up for this 30 day challenge or the 60 day challenge, 12 weeks, whatever. They put this like end date mm-hmm. on their goals. And that's the problem with our society today and mm-hmm. why people think that they're going to do something really restrictive and they're going to really, really hard for like, let's say 75 days. We were just talking about seventy-five <laughs> heart earlier. I like the challenge; it's a mental challenge. I think it's, it's got a got great mental pros challenge. and cons. Yep, but you do something for a certain amount of time. You put an end date there. Then what happens? You quit. You throw in the towel. That's how you fuck up. Because here's the the shift that you need to make. You need to understand that this is forever. Like you're playing for life here, right? You can't fuck up. If you have a bad meal, if you have a bad day, heck, if you have a bad week. You don't lose all of your progress in a week. Mm-hmm. Like Rome wasn't built in a day. You didn't gain the weight in a week. You're not going to lose it in a week. And so yeah. what you have to do is shift into the mindset that you're just going to get right back on trap and remove failure from the table. It Absolutely. is not an option. Absolutely. It's, it's
1: hard because a lot of us think that we've failed if we don't meet our expectations. And that's something we're going to talk about at the end on how you can start to shift this. But you have to make a decision right now to not give up on yourself, like no matter who else might be giving up on you, like doctors, family members. Like I, we have, we work with a lot of people that have a lot of gut issues that have a lot of health issues and they feel like their doctors don't even hear them anymore. Their doctors don't, you know, they won't help. It's just medication after medication. And so like we have a lot of people that are willing to, to fight for themselves. And that's what we tell our clients. I tell my clients all the time, like, do not stop fighting for yourself. If you need to go find another doctor, find another doctor. Like, never stop fighting for yourself and your health. It is the people that tend to give in and say, well, this is what it is. This is, I guess this is what's going to define me. And then, as harsh as this is, those people stay miserable for the rest of their life. And they, they let those things define them. And I know that that sounds horrible, but I see it every day. I see it all the time with people that are so unhealthy, that are walking around not taking care of themselves because they've kind of just accepted it. Like this is just, I guess this is what it is. This, yep. is, this is what my life is because this is easier than working for myself and working to better my health because that's hard. But here's the thing. There's no failing it if you just keep trying. Like there really isn't. And so make a decision right now to not ever give up on yourself no matter what, no matter how many times you face plant or falter, no matter how many times you feel like you want to throw in the towel, like that is not an option anymore. You are going to pour your energy into this and remove failing as an option. There will be failures along the way. Don't get me wrong. Don't get this twisted. We're not saying that like there's no failures that will ever happen. Failures are what produced success. Success is ultimately just a series of failures over and over again yep. that turn into success at some point. Like that's, that's pretty much what it is in my opinion. Um, But the only failure that's not acceptable is completely giving up. And that is a mental choice that you make for yourself that I think a lot of people probably have made at one point or another Mm -hmm. of like, um, okay, well, what's the point? You know, just, I'm just going to, and then it's the YOLO. Like I got, I'm just going to go get the burger and fries. I'm just going to go because what's the point? Nothing ever works. I'm going to give up because I hate the feeling of this failure. And like, (sighs) we have to stop this vicious cycle of, I am not enough. I am failing. What's the point?
0: I don't want to try anymore. Yep. And I think a lot of time this comes from a place of perfectionism, you know, and that doesn't really serve us either because it's not necessary. And the fact that we strive to be perfect is pretty much setting us up to fail in the beginning because we have unrealistic expectations that we're going to be perfect. Right. And then when we're not, we think we have to just like stop altogether because we messed up. um, You know, and then like if you miss something or you mess up something, like you feel like there's, you know, never, it's never going to work anyway. So why try again? Mm -hmm. Right. Because I, I tried once I failed. I tried once I failed. And as Becca said, it's so fucking true that your success, the things that you desire, are only going to come with a series of failure like you know I was reading a post the other day and it's you, you look at like all of the greats like all of the people who have really made it like whether it's like actresses actors like book writers and authors or like singers can you imagine how many times like they were turned down by a book publishing company mm-hmm. or they wrote a script and they were told that it was crap or they produced a song and it didn't get picked up by the people that they wanted if they didn't keep trying if they didn't keep going they would have never gotten to see success, mm-hmm. right? But the fact that they didn't give up, the fact that they didn't throw in the towel, that failure wasn't an option, that they kept going is what got them to the top of that mountain at the peak where they finally found success. And so I think, you know, this is where you also have to accept that there's going to be failures along the way, mm-hmm. right? But let go of that perfectionism because good enough for long enough with some deviations here and there, right? Because we're human works exactly
1: it works to be honest a lot better than perfectionism does because it lasts Mm -hmm. and a lot of people like a lot of people think well if i can't be perfect what's the point because i have to be perfect no perfectionism does not pay off guys it really doesn't it doesn't pay off that much and if you've ever tried perfectionism you probably know this because at some point you couldn't be perfect anymore and then you gave up. And the good enough for long enough is what works. So that, untra- you know, the untracked meal, the meal that you ate out that, like, you didn't want to track or that, you know, maybe you overconsumed a little bit and you ate till you were way too full. Like, or a day off from working out or sleep in instead of working out or a week of vacation. Like, none of these are the problem unless you let them become your norm. Unless you let them start to define you and say, what's the point? And now this becomes your new normal. And when they become the norm, progress slows, usually plateaus, you know, but as long as these are the exceptions and they stay exceptions versus the norm, you will be successful over time and it will be maintainable. But you know what isn't maintainable? Being perfect. And like we said, it isn't very effective. Anyways, like the difference between someone being perfect with their stuff and someone being pretty good most of the time is minimal in their results minimal yeah and so I think the only benefit of like you know being really really good most of the time is that you show yourself that you can mentally I would say I would say that's like the only benefit in my mind is more of a mental benefit because you showed yourself you could do hard things Versus truly physical benefits. And I think people do it for the physical benefits. They They do do. it because they think they need to be perfect to see the weight loss. But in reality, the only thing that I think really working hard at something helps with and like being quote-unquote perfect with something helps things is the mental grit that you build doing it.
0: Yeah. And I definitely think that that serves a time and a place like different Mm -hmm. seasons in your life that, you know, if you're going through an intentional, let's say fat loss phase, like, yeah, you can't have as much deviation and wiggle room as you do when you're in maintenance. Right. But if you let go of this perfectionism, because here's the reality, no human being on this earth is ever going to be perfect. I don't care who you are. Like, Victoria's Secret models. Like, you guys, that's their freaking job. Like, they're paid to do what they do. To go to the gym for hours. Like, CrossFit athletes. All these people. We talked about Claire Toomey. Like, she's not perfect. She doesn't even like training. She enjoys the process. And for her, failure was removed from the table. And so that's what kept her going. But it doesn't mean that she's perfect. It doesn't mean that she hits every lift, that she hits every, you know, time that her coach challenges her to. It's just the fact that she keeps showing up. Mm -hmm. She keeps showing up for herself and she keeps working on herself to get better in different facets of life. And this is, you know, a thing that I think a lot of people, they just start out with these expectations, right? I'm going to do this crazy plan and I am so motivated because I'm so... Hateful to myself for where I've gotten, and And I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Yeah, they put you you put this black and white expectation Mm -hmm. on it. Like
1: I'm going to drop three dress sizes because that's what the ad told me that will happen, or I'm going to lose 30 pounds in three months because I saw my friend do it one time. Like we put these unrealistic expectations on ourselves, and then you fail simply because you fail to the expectation you set. No one else is making you like no one else is putting these on you, and if they are, you need to kick that person to the curb because you don't need them in your life. We need to create realistic expectations and if you struggle with doing that find someone to help you do it guys like we talk with our clients all the time and one of our clients actually today on our group call was really funny she was like every time I have a negative thought like you guys pop into my mind like being like no no negative thought (laughs) and I'm like exactly what we want that's what we want um but like when we have these negative failure thoughts like I'm a failure I have failed or I fucked up those were her words yes I I fucked fucked up, up and I was like no 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 You didn't didn't fuck up. You probably learned something from this, though. Like, what can we take from this? And so the only reason she felt she fucked up is because she's... I'll tell you the situation. She wanted to go out to eat to a Mexican place. She husband's said, birthday. Husband's birthday. Great opportunity to enjoy some stuff, right? She wanted to get chicken fajitas and only eat the chicken and vegetables. And we were like, well, that seems a little restrictive. Like, she didn't talk to us about it before going. Um, and she that was her plan. She went in. She said, I got the chimichangas. And then my husband ordered queso that had brisket in it. And I ate too much. And we were like, okay, First of all, you only think you failed because you set the expectation that you wanted to order something and then you didn't order it. And in that sense, you thought you failed, but only because of the limits you put on yourself. Mm -hmm. It was all in her head. And so when we fail, I need you to reflect on why you think you failed because I promise you it is because of the expectations you have at some point set or society has caused you to set and made you think that they exist. And so then we feel like a failure due to that. When you realize, guys, that it is all you, it is all in your mind, in this world that you have created, then we can start making changes. But a lot of times we just don't realize this. We don't realize that we're the ones that are failing. Our, like, its It's literally like we're in our own bubble. And we have created the expectation world. We have created the failure world. And that's what we're measuring against.
0: Or we're measuring against our friend Mm -hmm. who did a restrictive diet. I had a conversation with one of our clients this week. She's lost 18 pounds in four months. Here's the thing. In these past four months, we've not even worked on fat loss. We've worked on getting consistent at a higher calorie intake and she lost weight along the way because she was yeah. severely under eating and yo-yo dieting before. So we had this conversation because her friend has lost 40 pounds. I think she said it was in six months or something, right? So she's like, I'm I'm not at that same like mm-hmm. pace. And I was like, all right, well, let's talk about what your friend's doing. Let's talk about what your friend's lifestyle is like. Let's talk about what her training is like. Let's talk about, is this her first diet attempt? Come to find out, super, super restrictive intake. Like, no bananas, no, (sighs) I can't with bananas, no rice, no potatoes, like literally the Person that she's working with just gave her a meal plan and it's very bodybuilder esh, um, according to what you know I was told. I'm not judging this person because I don't know like the truth, right? There's two sides mm-hmm. to every story, but very very restrictive. And I was like, all right, so let me ask you this: You've done the restrictive diets in the past that never stuck for you. So do you think that you doing what she's doing? would be something that would make you happy and that you would stick with. And she's like, oh no, like absolutely not. And I was like, right. Because we've done these things in the past where we've been very restrictive and we weren't able to sustain it because we weren't able to enjoy our life. And I posed this question on our Wednesday night live. And I think that people undervalue this. It's like, what is life worth living if you can't enjoy things now and then? Mm-hmm. Like we tell our clients all the time, I want you to have cake with your daughter on her birthday. I want you to have a meal with your husband for date night. And yes, we can work on moderation. Yes, we can work on, you know, higher quality foods and better choices, but by no means do I want you going to a restaurant and ordering fucking lettuce and bland chicken. Like, come on, like what life is that to live? Like anybody who wants to argue with me out there, like I would be happy to have a conversation with you because that is not sustainable, nor is it enjoyable, right? In certain seasons, maybe if you're going through a gut healing protocol, yeah, you have to be restrictive, but we have to think about like our lifestyle. What aligns with our values? And the other piece in this scenario, when I was chatting with Amy, I'm like, okay, is she training the same way that you're training? And she goes, no, she's not. And also like, she doesn't look that great. And I was like, right. Mm -hmm. Because there's also a difference between weight loss and fat loss. Yep.
1: That needs to be a new podcast soon, too.
0: Oh, it's going to be. It's going to so be, guys. So <laughs> we, we got fired up today. But listen, the the point here is that you are the only person that can make this decision. You cannot fuck this up. We have to remove failure from the table. It's not an option. Mm-hmm. What you need to do right now in this moment is make a decision that you are going to pour all of your energy into yourself and showing up for yourself every single day and commit that you are not going to throw in the towel no matter how hard things get no matter how much you face plant or you know whatever the situation is that you continue to get back up and you yeah. continue to take one step forward absolutely guys it's
1: it is realizing that you are the only person that sets these expectations that you're failing against and so when you can realize that and you can start setting expectations things that will still get you to where you want to be this is like the tortoise and the hare guys who won that race the tortoise won that race because the tortoise realized it was about sustainability. The hare went way out, way too fast, and he lost it because we need to realize that this is not a short-term race, life is not a short-term race. It is life. It is long. It entails a lot of things that we want you to enjoy. And when we do the restrictive, we do all of these things, there is no enjoying it because it's this constant up and down. How many women, like on the Live on Wednesday, like Liz was talking about, we asked the question, how many of you can remember the last time that you were not dieting? And people, up like decades, decades. between oh, 20 yeah. and 40 years of dieting, 20 and 40 years of your life spent restricting and falling back, restricting, falling back, because it was never sustainable. And I'll give them this, like they kept trying, so you haven't totally given up, but I have a feeling a lot of them in their minds have given up. And so we want you to think about what if this changed? What if my perception of this changed? And it was more about the long game. It was about just being good enough for a while and then building on that, layering it in. And we're saying like we can't have these set goals of days or weights because that ends – At some point, right? That ends. And then the journey ends. This journey is never ending. It is always evolving. Our health is constantly fluid and changing. So we need to be willing to be in this for the long haul and realize that there is no messing up. There is no failure.
0: And there's no end date. Nope. Because when you commit to like, if I, you know get to 140 pounds, just as an example, right? If I get to this scale weight, that is going to be the thing that makes me happy. Well, what happens along the way? You're miserable. You're doing everything in your power to get to that scale weight. And then you get there and you realize that you're still not happy. Because here's the thing. The number on the scale is not the thing that's going to make you happy. What is going to make you happy is building confidence and showing up for yourself every day and proving to yourself that you can do the hard things. We are made to do hard things. And I know there's a lot of people out there that preach that it's an easy journey and that it's rainbows and butterflies and you start keto and you're going to just drop that like crazy it's not the truth and we're here to bring you the truth we're here to help you shift your mindset and we're here to hopefully help you you know start to have this other perspective of this isn't something that i want temporary i don't want temporary results therefore i can't think short term i want lifelong health sustainable results so that i can be happy in my body that i can be healthy i can be confident in who i am and how i live my life and at the same token I can enjoy my life. I can have a piece of a cookie if I want to. I could share my child's birthday cake with them. I could order ice cream with my family because here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen out there, we are raising the next generation. We need to set them up to do better than what has been coming before us because we have a massive issue in our country. Like obesity is at all time high. And ironically, at the same time, the diet industry is at all time high with the amount of money that they're making off of these people's you know um you like know, the are praying securities and praying people on these things
1: yeah, people's insecurities and i that, get so passionate i forgot what i was saying i know i the <laughs> last thing i want to touch on here guys because i think this is a big thing that a lot of people misconceive too is the impact of like, some of our quote-unquote fuck-ups mm-hmm. like the and go back a while in our podcast we talked about what it actually takes to gain an actual pound of body fat mm-hmm. it is astonishing and so i'm not saying like oh you have a lot more wiggle room but like <laughs> My body, like when I was, I'll be honest, when I was in like my restricted binge stage, I would binge thousands of calories. My body didn't change that much. Like because it was a one day and like, I'm not saying that this is the goal for like losing weight, but I think people underestimate like what that one night of overconsumption or what that one week even of overconsumption does when in reality it doesn't do that much. And so that is why it is totally easier than we think to just get back on track and it didn't make that much of an impact. Sure, you might feel off. You might feel bloated. I would usually feel bloated for a few days at least after I would have these massive binges. And again, I'm not saying it was healthy, but I think people just underestimate or overestimate the impact of them and what it actually does to the body and in turn are like, well, I already screwed up the past four months of hard work with this one night or this one weekend, and so what's the point? No, you didn't. You did not screw up your past six months of your hard work and change with a weekend. And so realize that it takes a lot more. Your bodies are a lot more resilient than you think, mm-hmm. and they are able to tolerate a lot more than you realize. And so that one time is not worth giving up the entire situation for. So be at peace with that as well. It's It takes more than you realize. And yeah. in turn it's much easier to get back to things than yeah. you realize.
0: 100%. And so last caveat here is we're not saying to go out and have a binge. No. We're not saying to go out and go on it's vacation. a horrible time in my life. <laughs> and be like an asshole because you will. You're going to have every time we do this to ourselves where we, you know, restrict so hard and then we go and we binge and we get it back on the scale and we see it's up seven, 10 pounds. What happens? you lower your self-esteem every time that happens and you continue the cycle that's negative. You know, it's even, it's a negative feedback loop inside the body as well, because you're essentially, every time you're doing this, making it harder and harder for you to actually lose fat and keep it off. But you're also making it harder and harder on yourself mentally. And so if we can just stop with the end date, if we can stop with these expectations that we have because of whatever the tabloid and new Dr. Oz diet was that you saw at the grocery store, right? Stop with all that shit. And And just focus on yourself and being better every day and doing the things that you need to do because as we started this with, we're going to round it out. You can't fuck this up unless you throw in the towel. Yep. Thank you all so much for being here. If you've enjoyed this podcast, the best thing that you could do for us as a gift to us would be to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, tag us, share it on Facebook, whatever platform that you listen, or just tell a friend, invite a friend to listen to this podcast. Um, The more that you can kind of share with word of mouth, the more people that we can touch throughout the world. And leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will Talk to you soon. Have a great day.